0: Harpon On Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go Bar Tenters! Your food needs refill! Harp On Sports, the bar podcast, audio, media, network. Before we get started, follow, share, subscribe, like. At Harp On Sports, Twitter, Instagram, HarpOnSports.com. Harp On Sports, the Facebook page, and of course, Harp On Sports, the YouTube channel. Yeah! lot to do today. I don't know why I just went Jimmy Stewart on you. Uh, here's what we have in store for you. Baseball's grip, a little name image likeness news, and a little Olympic outage as Japanese politicians and officials now fear for the worst. Okay, I'm going to start off with baseball's grip because this is the most interesting, interesting thing going on right now in terms of where we are with baseball and Look, drama sells. Drama works. And, you know, you have two types of reactions. There's two types of stories that affect us. Ones that actually have an impact on the game and ones that affect our feelings. Impact on the game, feelings. This is a feelings thing. Taunting, unsportsmanlike conduct in football. It's a feelings thing. This, with baseball's grip and the checking of the pitchers in between innings, it is a feelings thing. I keep seeing it's killing the game. It's hurting the game. What a mess for baseball. Oh my God. How? How? Well, it looks bad. In, in, uh, what does it have to do? Balls and strikes in games. Well, the pitcher gets a little rattled and, well, okay, okay, that's a mental thing. Physically, how does how does umpires how do umpires checking pitchers constantly affect the actual game that's played? Well the pitchers can't stay focused and the game's extending in time. That all is true. How's it any different from adding an extra minute to the TV clock during commercials like the NFL did a couple of years ago? Tell me how checking a pitcher in between innings takes about what 40 seconds? Is it absurd? Yeah, of course it is. But everybody's acting like this is such a bad thing for baseball. No, it's not. It brings baseball back into the forefront during the NBA postseason. It has people complaining about baseball. How can they check these pitchers? Well, what a ridiculous rule change in the middle of the year. It has you talking. It has you debating. It has people like me discussing baseball storylines that wouldn't exist. Now we can talk about bad publicity and good publicity and whether it's good for the game or bad for the game, that's all fine. I'm telling you that the umpires checking the pictures has no impact on the game. It has an impact on your feelings, impact on your feelings. It's like when a football player shushes the crowd or an NBA player dunks and stares. That's not, that has no impact on the game. That has an impact on your feelings, on your emotions. And that's where baseball is with this. Baseball saw a problem, and it adjusted. I've made mention of this numerous times. Football does it all the time. Quarterbacks are getting hit in the head, too many injuries, too many quarterbacks going down. They start throwing more flags. It's funny because the stickum, the pine tar, the rosin, the sunscreen, whatever you want to do with baseball pitchers, to me it's interesting because you take a step back from it. And you start to look around, it's like, this is no different than during the year NFL fans debating what is a catch, what isn't a catch. This is no different than during the year NFL fans debating things that occur in certain plays and certain rulings. Remember a couple years ago in the postseason when teams could take advantage of third and fourth downs and run extra time off the clock? Yeah, they changed that real quickly, didn't they? We debate things. Oh, my gosh, this is a terrible way to determine a winner of a game in overtime. Only 10 minutes. Oh, first possession scores. We debate those things. It's ruining the game. Anybody that says it's ruining the game in anything is doing nothing more than grandstanding and posturing. Because it's not. It's not doing either of those things. It's just talk. Baseball needed to grip this. They got it. They're checking pitchers. Pitchers are throwing fits. They're not kicking anybody out. Now, seeing umpires run their hands through pitcher's hair, that's weird. It's weird. But don't confuse, again, something that's bizarre and strange with hurting the game because it's nothing to do with outs. It's not like they're adding extra balls and strikes to counts. It's a feelings thing. Feelings over here. Factual outcomes here. Now you can talk about how it's making the games longer. Oh, okay, by how much? Minute, minute and a half? Not that big of a deal. It's really not. But it makes baseball interesting. You're able to have these debates. In the NBA, we have debates every single day. Football, we have debates every single day. It's funny when you take it when you take it with a grain of salt. Football, we have debates every day. Football's not played every day. Basketball, we have debates every day. You don't play every day in basketball. Hockey. When we have debates, okay, college football, once a week, college basketball, twice a week. We have debates on these things constantly. Baseball takes place every single day, and we seldom have something to discuss in the narrative every day. The sport that should lend itself to us constantly doesn't, and now it does. Pitchers are upset. Okay, so it's the scene from Caddyshack. Shack, Rodney Dangerfield. Walk up five, six flights of stairs. What did Nunzio say? So what? So what? So let's dance. That's how I feel about this. This is ruining the game. Oh, it's making it. The pitchers have to take off their pants and put on this display. I think it's hilarious. It's great. It doesn't hurt anything. It really doesn't. Except feelings. Except feelings. So good for baseball. Now baseball is going to do something different with their all-star uniforms this year. We're all worked up about that. I've never been worked up about a uniform in my life. I just don't get worked up about things like that. Baseball's changing the all-star uniform. It's not going to be, you don't wear, you know, if you are a Red Sox or Yankee or a Met or whoever you may be, a Brave, you're not wearing your Braves uniform. You're wearing a special uniform with the logo on it. Why is that? So they can sell them. They usually do that with home run derby jerseys. So you buy them. It's all about making money is what it's about. That's what they're doing here. It's a little bit different. It's a little bit different again, okay, is it going to hurt anything? No, I mean, it's, it's something different. They look like those future uniforms they wore a couple years ago, a couple years ago, 20 years ago now, 15 years ago now. It's just not. So, okay, they're going to try different uniforms for the All-Star game. All right. Baseball's trying to reach new markets. Baseball's trying to reach new markets. The NBA did this about 10 years ago. They're like, we got to get new markets in here. Our demographics are aging, and they've done it better than any other sport. You may not like the NBA, but the popularity amongst 12 to 18-year-olds, 12 to 20-year-olds, it's booming. And that's the next generation that's going to grow up with it. Baseball, with their uniform changes and different uniforms for All-Star games, they are trying to get 18, 15, 12, 22, 25-year-olds interested. They do not need 60-year-olds interested in uniforms. They've got you hooked. You're in. You're not going anywhere. Same thing Gator fans complaining about the Gator bait chant last year or people that complain about anything when it comes to football. You're not going anywhere. I gotcha. I gotcha. You're hooked. I'm never going to come here and eat again. You're lying. I got gotcha you hooked. I'm done watching that team. I'm done drinking. I gotcha. Baseball, those uniforms, the ch- they're trying to appeal to a younger crowd. How do I know it's a younger crowd? Because I find the the anytime I find something gaudy, it's how I know that I'm getting older. It's like, oh, my gosh, that thing's hideous. Do you like it? Yeah. Oh, how old are you? 17. Okay. Yeah, that's how I know I'm getting older. doesn't appeal to me. It's fine. Not everything needs to appeal to you. Not everything needs to be about you. It's, we've got this place with fans where everybody thinks it's got to be about them all the time. I mean, all the time. It doesn't. Oh my God. Okay. From that to this. Name, image, and likeness. University of Florida, a couple college entities released some guidelines. Supreme Court basically telling the NCAA, you know what? You don't get to dictate this stuff when it comes to compensation for athletes. You don't. It's a free market. You don't pay them. So you don't get to you don't get to do that. You don't get to tell them what they can and what they can't make. Who do you think you are? Whoo. And when the Supreme Court, who's divided as anything in life, comes down 9 nothing on you, you're cooked. The NCAA is going to get ruled against in every single facet. The Supreme Court's going to rule against them constantly. Now, whether or not you like players getting paid, collegiate players getting paid, why you'd be against that, I have no idea. Just because apparently you want to keep your boot on the throat of a 19-year-old. How do I keep you down, 19-year-old? that same 19-year-old that you worship. You can't wait. You drive two hours to watch him play a college football game. Does anybody ever take take that into consideration? Does anybody ever just kind of pause for a second and say, wait a second, I'm a 45-year-old man, I'm a 50-year-old man. I'm going to drive two and a half hours for this college football game to watch a 19-year-old play a 20-year-old. So the stadium's packed, millions of dollars on the line. You worship me as an athlete. You worship these young men. And then you're going to sit back and take a step back and say, oh, they, they just don't get it. They don't think about the logic behind that. It's okay. I love college sports too. I love it just as much as the next guy. But I also could take a step back from hypocrisy and realize what I am and what I'm not. And I want to watch this stuff. So they should get paid. And here's the great thing about it. And this goes back to something with name image and likeness that I look at with like advertisements on jerseys, practice jerseys, like the Goodyear logo on the Cleveland Cavaliers jersey just if you look at the NBA finals, everybody's got logos up around their um oh shoulder strap of their jersey. Teams have this now. And I've always thought, look, if somebody else pays for it, I don't have to, that's fine. If an advertiser's paying for it, that means the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, somebody's giving getting revenue from somewhere. That means I don't have to pay more in ticket prices or more for a beer or more for a hot dog. Good. Somebody else can pay for something. I'd much rather have the billion-dollar corporation pay for it than me. I would. So with this name, image, and likeness thing, school's not paying them. They can go out and seek out their own money. You are your own figure. Now, it's funny looking just like at the University of Florida, Florida's rulings. It's going to be tough to execute this. There's things in there like name, image, name, image, and likeness. I cannot, you, you cannot, if you're an athlete, you cannot use that as a tool to determine what school you go to. So I'm just going to use it because of where I work. A big booster at Florida can't say, Hey, if you come here, I'm going to let you endorse my, you know, furniture store or my automobile dealership or my butcher shop. If you come here, I'm going to give you 15 grand and you can come here. Then you come here. I can't do that. Boosters can't be involved with the name, image, and likeness. Not until you commit, then they can be a part of it. And there's certain things, too, that it didn't even dawn on me. There's certain avenues that you really don't want the student-athletes going down. Just kind of like NFL players. You really can't have your starting college football quarterback endorsing a casino. Get it? You really can't have them doing that, right? Can't. And there's other things, too. University of Florida is a Pepsi Gatorade school. You can't really have somebody with a Gator jersey on drinking Powerade. So there there's there's there, there's certain rules that are in place and that's fine. Again, that's fine. But here we go. And again, if the athletes want to go make their own money, fine. Let them. Why why, why does this bother people? Oh, it's going to change the game forever. If you haven't been noticing the game is changing constantly, I again fascinating or oh, these kids can't get paid we can't pay these athletes it's gonna change everything oh you want to expand the playoffs yeah we need to have a longer playoff and oh you're okay with expanding the playoff and making these student athletes play more games um, that doesn't change everything it just changes everything but you're not okay with him getting paid because getting paid changes everything. But expanding the playoffs from no playoffs to four teams, well, actually no playoffs to a two-team playoff, because essentially what you had with the BCS, to a four-team playoff to a 12-team playoff, it's been changing for 20 years now. That type of change is okay. But a change that benefits the athletes? Eh, you can't have that. You know, the same athletes you drive three hours, 19 and 20-year-olds, to go watch for three and a half hours every Saturday. Get up at 4 a.m., load your cooler full of beer. Yeah. Good for them. They're going to be able to make money, but there's certain, there's going to be certain fine lines that you have to walk, but welcome to life. If I hear the phrase slippery slope one more time, I'm going to puke. Oh, this is a slippery slope that exists everywhere in life. It does. A defibrillator. When you shock somebody, it has a heart attack. If that thing's turned up too high, you're going to fry their heart. You shock somebody that's got a heartbeat, you're going to put them into cardiac arrest. Fine line. 65 mile an hour speed limit. If you're going 74, you're probably safe. If you're going 77, you're probably going to get pulled over. Fine line everywhere. Imagine a plane landing. If it's coming down at one degree of wrong of an angle, you're in a lot of trouble. There's fine lines everywhere in life. Ooh, close call. Almost got hit. You ever have a drink in your hand? Oh, almost drop it. Well, it's a slippery slope. But it's welcome to life. It's it just everywhere. You came here because you were one sperm out of millions. There's a fine line everywhere. This a slippery slope. <laughs> you think, oh, every, oh it's, it's, it's going to open up a Pandora's box. And do you ever realize people that say that? It never does. If you pay these athletes, it's going to open up a Pandora's box. It never occurs. Oh, it's a slippery slope to nothing. Every every doom and gloom scenario that naysayers pin out, it never happens. Ever. Ever. To make their money, they're not responsible enough for it. So, what? Are there are a lot of adults. I'm going to wrap up with a little Olympic outage. Um, Kevin Love is on the dream team. Jalen Rose is in a lot of trouble because Jalen Rose says the only reason he made it because he was white and the Olympics didn't want an um, Team USA. <laughs> they didn't think the American people were ready for an Olympic team with only African Americans on it. Problem was the team that won the gold medal four years ago had nothing but African-Americans on it. So we've had that story come out. We had the story of Jay Williams congratulating the Celtics new coach and being the first minority hire for the Celtics, even though Doc Rivers coached them for nearly a decade and won an NBA title. So, you know, you got people stepping in at the last few days here a little bit on things and You know, when it comes to the Olympics in general, there's two different storylines going on there, right? When it comes to the Olympics in general, look, they blew it. They should have postponed it another year just because we can do things here because at least somewhat of 60% of the American people are responsible and have gotten vaccinated. The other 40% are either kids or buffoons. So other countries don't have the medicine and the, the The vaccine required to stop this thing, so the Olympics are going to be played. Basically, you can't drink, you can't be around people. Empty arenas. You could have waited a year, but TV gets involved. It's kind of like last year. What have I said time and time again? The most important thing is the money for TV rights, not necessarily the fans in the arena. The fans add a lot. They do. They're fries with your steak, but they're not the steak. The stake's the TV deal. The stake is the money. You are the passion. They are the money. TV is the money. More people think about a football game at home. Average SEC football games watched by what? Seven million people? Eight million people? How many people are in the stadium? Ninety thousand. So how many? Well, what percentage is that? More that can if seven million people are watching a game on TV at home and only ninety thousand attendants, the people on TV are obviously more important than the people in the stadium. It's just a fact. Again, feelings and facts. Actually, they never they 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 never intersect. They don't. So, look, they should have postponed it. They didn't. Now that you have this, (laughs) Team USA has been rounded out and Kevin Durant's going to play. Isn't the only story with Team USA in the Olympics? It's only a story if they lose. Since we started to field an Olympic team with professional basketball players, 92, right? 92, 96, 2000, gold, gold, gold. 04, bronze, 8, gold, 12, gold, 16, gold. So what? What have we done here? Six golds, one bronze. It's a pretty good track record, right? It's a pretty good track record. So the story with basketball is if they win or if they don't. Do they get a gold or not? It's gold or bust. Ask yourself this. Can the Olympic team get a silver and it still be a successful Olympics in basketball? No. Swimming carries the first week. Basketball sprinkled in. Track and field carries the second with gymnastics anchoring it all together. Swimming week one, track and field week two, gymnastics is the bow that ties it all together. That's what the Olympics are about. Men's basketball is like the fifth rated thing in the Olympics. It is because the Olympics are predominantly watched by females. They are. Now, look, I don't know what it's going to be like in empty arenas and swimming. And, you know, a lot of the sports, they're not really fan, I mean, they're fans at fencing. I mean, the Aquatic Center, it's going to be a little bit different without fans, but for the most part, you and I, you're going to really know the difference. We're not. We're just not. It's going to be weird not hearing the USA chant, seeing the, the flags in the stands, but, you know, it's kind of where we are. Yeah, the Olympics with no fans or no Olympics for another year. Would I like to see them postpone another year? You bet. You bet but you have all these athletes training. What's the right thing to do? The right thing for the athletes is to vaccinate them and get them there to play. What's the right thing for you as fans to delay it a year. Who's more important? The athletes training. Or are you the fan? If you say you whoops. Harp on sports, the bar YouTube channel, Harp on sports, the podcast, uh, follow, share, like, subscribe at Harp on sports on all the platforms. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcasts uh, for your download. And there we go. Name, image, likeness. Where we go from here. Certain schools are drafting their own rules. Florida's already done that. Did that today. Also, baseball. It's not a big deal that these guys are checking pitchers. There's no impact on the game whatsoever. Not on the outcome of the game. There's impact on your feelings and a Olympic outage for you as well. Remember, stay clean. Focused. Stay strong. Frankenstein. Have fun with your friends.